MaxScholarsPublishing.com. That uh, we should get our own. Once we have our own, uh, we're respected for the fact that we can create our own. And uh, that's equality right there. My true music business hate me because the industry ain't make me. Hustlers and boosters embrace me and the music I be making. I dumb down for my audience to double my dollars. They criticize me for it, yet they all yell holla. If skills sold, truth be told, I'd probably be. Lyrically, Talib Kweli. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense. But I did five mil. I ain't been rhyming like common sense. When your sense got that much in common and you've been hustling since, you're Forget perception, go with what makes sense. Since I know what I'm up against. <sighs> Black Scholars, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the Black Scholars Podcast. I am your host, Leonard Andre Wilson Jr. Shout out to the good people at Black Scholars Publishing. Go to blackscholarspublishing.com to figure out everything we got going on and to figure out what we have on this is the second episode of uh moment of clarity last time i published a moment of clarity was way back in july july 31st of 2019 well before the pandemic and quarantine life was much simpler then this speaks to a more um serious uh topic um about about love about healing about spirituality i won't even necessarily say that this is a good topic uh for this particular podcast but it is who i am um it's a part of being a black scholar it's a part of being a king and i hope you can glean something from it if you are in a happy, productive, uh, healthy relationship, then this episode is not for you. Um, you know, they say you can't pour into anyone, let alone kids and their minds and their spirits, if uh, you're empty. And uh, this was something that I had to address for myself. And uh, I'm hoping and me recording this content i'm hoping it's something that helps you as well but again i will not feel bad if you're already in a healthy uh monogamous relationship then exit this episode wait until the next one is published um but if you are having uh problems of the heart then uh, this might be useful for you anyways i love you all thank you thank you for being a part of this tribe so I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest of um of 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 four. So myself and three siblings. Um my dad has three kids, including myself. My mom has two kids, including myself. Being the oldest, you know, I always talk to myself. So it made sense that, you know, my writing prowess was was always on point and it made sense that um, I could always communicate pretty concisely, always did well in public speaking, didn't really have a fear of hearing myself talk 
so it makes sense that ultimately, um, um, besides being an educator, because let's be honest, a lot of educators, um, specifically classroom teachers and principals, love to hear themselves talk. Counselors, too. Um, we talk. We talk a lot. And I would talk as a kid. Um, and even when my you know little brother was born and whatnot, and even when you know I was in my my little sister's uh, life, you know I would always find myself with time on my hand, and I read a lot, and so that reading led me to thinking about what I was reading, and I would read so much because it was like an escape. Not that I had a bad childhood or anything crazy was going on. Um, out of the normal, um, but I would think, I would think about things, and I would think about things a lot, and in doing this thinking, I was really doing soul searching, I was having conversations with God, even if I never said the name God, or Jesus, or Yahweh, or Yahshua, or whatever you want to call him, and so where I realized When you date someone and that dating is intense for however long it lasts, that dating's intense. And I'm I'm thinking about Bishop T.D. Jakes, a sermon he had. Um, It's a DVD series called Commitment, and you can probably find um, bits and pieces uh, of that series online on YouTube. He talks about engraftedness. Whereas a believer of God, you want to be engrafted from your Holy Father. All of the positive traits that God carries, that Jesus carried, you want that to rub off on you. You want that to not only rub off on you, be so intertwined in your skin cells. But through everything we've through everything we've been through as a race of people, as descendants of the original race. Black people have been disproportionately affected and it has scientifically, this is proven, changed our DNA. It just has. And the reason why I bring that up, and I apologize for me being so kind of absent-minded and long-winded. But the reason why I bring that up is that we're all affected by things that have happened in our past. So when you date someone, everything, every experience you have been through, um, you've endured, you've encountered, good or bad, every relationship, not necessarily romantic, but everything you've been through holistically, comprehensively is morphed or engrafted into you and into the person that you are dating, especially if it's an intense dating experience. 
if that relationship is sincere, if that relationship is um, is authentic, it's genuine, it's divine at times, it's heaven sent, feels like God put them in your life for a reason. And sometimes God will put or allow people to come into our lives um, with very good intentions. And for whatever reason, things go left. It's, it's the small things that add up. It's the big things too, of course. But it's the small things that add up. And so going back to marriage. My unhappiness was due to the person that my ex-wife became. The person my ex-wife became became the person she is because of me. More specifically, we're quick to whether the ailment is a physical ailment, an emotional ailment, a psychological slash mental health ailment, whatever it is. We treat that ailment in terms of the symptoms. We don't look for the actual root cause. We're not, we're not doing anything about the root cause. And so because of the, the relationships, the trauma, the perspectives of how I viewed relationships and the universe and the world and work and money and God and family and everything, my bad tendencies are still a part of me. And although I can treat the symptoms, which might be controlling my anger or um, controlling how to argue, like there is such a thing as arguing in a respectful way. There's a way to argue the right way. A lot of people in relationships do not argue the correct way. They get very disrespectful. And as you get more disrespectful, you say things or do things and the hate and the resentment slowly start to creep up. But back to the point, if we're just treating the symptoms of our psychological, emotional, childhood trauma, and when I say childhood, it doesn't necessarily mean you were touched on or, you know, somebody was raped or none of that. I mean, although that could be true for some people and prayers out to them. And I, I say that from a very genuine place. But there is small things that become big things that we don't recognize is there because it's us. Oh, he's just moody. Oh, she just, that's her resting, you know what, face. Like, you are dating someone. And you haven't dealt with all of your issues. And to deal with all of your issues, it does take um, 
It takes you studying yourself in every aspect. Which if you're studying yourself, you should be going to therapy. Because in, in my therapy sessions, which I still have a therapist, and um, you get the chance to hear a lot of your BS. You get to hear your internal blueprint and perspective of how you view relationships, love, work, priorities, family, life, money, wealth, health. Politics. You really get a mirror in front of you. And if you're intelligent, then you will, and and you're honest with yourself, which I feel like is a part of intelligence. If you're open-minded and you're there for a reason and you're willing to fix your issues, therapy helps you get to the root of the problem. Spirituality, again, you need to know thyself. And if you're going to really know yourself, to fix yourself, to heal yourself, to be 100%, then you will seek a relationship with God. I've been doing all that. I had to. But here's my mistake. I should have been doing those things before. Before I entered any romantic relationship. I should have been doing those things before. So. Recently. And I won't say how recently. Because it's not recent recent. But it's recent. You know. I had a breakup. And I love this woman. I'm still in love with this woman. And um, I made mistakes. I made mistakes in the relationship. And I think about them. I think about them a lot. And I don't necessarily think about them like, what could I have done different? Because I do think of that. We all, that's easy. But I do the deep work. Like, I go deeper. And um, I think about the root cause. Why are we engaging in petty arguments? Oh, that's because I'm petty. Why am I so petty? Is it because of my sense of humor? Is that why I'm petty? Am I petty because of an insecurity? Is it jealousy? Like I have to, you have to get to the actual root cause of why you are the way you are. And if you're content with being the way you are, something is seriously wrong. Something's seriously wrong. You can't possibly be content with being you how you are. No matter how fine you are, how great a shape you're in, 
how great life is going for you, how many degrees you have, what your bank accounts look like, what your retirement investments account looks, looks like, your home, none of your clothing, your car, none of that matters. It, it really doesn't. And um, I'm not saying don't like nice things, don't strive to have nice things. Because this whole adage is, well, this isn't really your life anyway. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. So you need to focus on the afterlife. You need to focus on heaven. I mean, that all of those things are true. But I don't believe in, well, there's hell on earth. I don't believe in that. I believe you should be enjoying your human experience as a human, as a spiritual being. Let me say it again. You should be enjoying your human experience as a spiritual being to the best of your capability, to the, to the max. And I also believe in, it's not just about the money, it's not just about the materialism, it is also about having an impact and doing significant work. That's the only reason I'm in education. Yeah, the pay could be better. And that's why I grind and I hustle and I side hustle and I got businesses and, and I got even more coming in the future. But that's why I do what I do is to balance, you know, the sacrifice I've taken for being in education financially with the significant impact that I have. But you can't be satisfied. You can't call yourself intelligent. You can't call yourself a king or a queen if you're okay being who you are. So in this relationship, there are some root problems from my past that I've never 100% dealt with. And, you know, I don't want to say you're faking it until you're making it, but when you're in the process of healing, and maybe that other person's in the process of healing as well, and then you have an intense connection, an intense relationship, the chemistry is strong, and it's got potential to be something long-lasting, long-term, but you are different people, you are different individuals, so there's going to be some clashes, and you're both dealing with stuff. So who I am became engrafted and hurt. And so it got to the point, and I even told her this, you know, I love you, but I don't like you right now. But what didn't I like? Whatever's in me has not become in her. Whatever in her has become, has become a part of me. We're engrafted. And then you got friction. That's where the drama starts. You have real life friction. And so my point, my purpose in saying all of this is that you've got to deal with the root problems. Stop treating the symptoms. If you're insecure, if you're jealous, if you're promiscuous, 
if you're a cheater and you can cheat and not cheat. Does that make sense? Like you don't have to physically go out and have sex with someone else. You can cheat by texting someone, texting someone from your past, by seeing someone, by reaching out. There's so many different ways that you can cheat on the person that you love. Why are you that way? Are you inconsiderate? Are you selfish? Are you too selfless? You're always taking care of everybody else and not taking care of yourself. Like, what is it from your past that's causing you to be the way you are now? Because, and I could be wrong, but I feel like, specifically thinking about the black experience in America, thinking about black love, the black experience in the world, black love in the world. We've got enough stuff externally to deal with. It affects us intrinsically no matter who you are. No matter how much old money your family has. We've all got issues. Are you dealing with those issues the proper way? Spirituality, therapy. Again, even if you think your life is great, everything's grand. You got this house, this condo, this car, this money in your account. All of that is great. But if you can't have a successful, effective, happy, like genuinely happy relationship, You have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, do you even like yourself? Do you even love yourself? And of course, you're going to say yes and yes. But 100% of the time, I can honestly look in the mirror and say, sometimes I don't like myself. I got some habits and some tendencies that kind of annoying. Like I annoy myself sometimes. And I know why. And so now I'm fixing them. Do you know why? You got to fix them. And for me, I know that I can't allow another woman to um, be in my space. I can't allow another woman to be in my place, to be in my bed. I got to do what I have to do. To protect the will and destiny that God has laid out and paid for me. And that requires me to continue on my spiritual journey. That requires me to continue my therapy. And therapy is not always just, you know, being face to face or telehealth or whatever it is. A billion apps out there where you can connect with the therapist, psychotherapist, psychiatrist. It's about, are you doing the work? Sometimes that's meditating. Sometimes that's praying. Sometimes that's going uh, in the park or on the beach or wherever, taking a long walk. Sometimes that's eating healthy, that's exercising, 
doing things you enjoy doing, playing basketball, playing video games, playing chess, checkers, card games, spending time with family and friends. I know it's difficult right now with uh, the pandemic going, but you should be making a concentrated effort, a, 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 a highly concentrated effort to really dig into your past, maybe even have some difficult conversations with friends and relatives that you've known since you were born. You've known since grade school, middle school, high school. Only then can you, can you really heal. And you have to heal because the person that you want to be with, the person that you love or are going to love, and, and, and it's going to reciprocate that and love you as well. You're engrafting. That's why in the Bible, it says being evilly yoked. Like, that's a thing. Like, that's, you should be yoked. It doesn't mean you have to be the same. That's not what yoked means. It's not the same. No one's, no man, no woman, no no two romantic individual dating partners will ever be the same. Ever. I guarantee there is not a woman out there like me. There just is not. She doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. You got to take care of yourself in every way possible. Again, if you're getting in petty arguments, if you're not respectfully arguing, if it feels like it's you're having difficulty keeping the relationship together, you've got to break it apart so you can rebuild it. But first you need to you need to deal with the root causes. Stop just treating the symptoms. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to fuss at you. I didn't mean to yell at you, curse at you. I was just hangry. Why are you hangry? Are you diabetic? Are you, you know, your blood sugar low, glucose? Maybe your diet is off. Maybe you shouldn't be eating things that are literally toxic to your body. You need to change your, 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 your shopping habits. What is it? You got some financial stresses? How can we fix them? How can we lower the cost of living around here? And target whatever the financial stress is. What degree or certification or trade or skill do we need to work on and prove that you have acquired that trade skill? What what do we need to do in order to get your income higher? Like what do we like honestly guys, like, and this is just me, and this is really me talking to myself. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to myself at the same time. We make life so difficult. And I'm not saying that life isn't difficult. Because yes, it is. And life is very intricate. But if you know anything about effective, successful goal setting and goal accomplishments, you would simplify, simplify everything. Everything would be simplified. You'd make it easier for yourself. You would make it so much easier for yourself. We stress out about everything. 
And honestly, we're the cause of that stress. Even if you make a mistake, you can make mistakes, whether they're financially, they're, they're, they're romantically, they're something with your career, something with school, whatever the situation may be. You can make mistakes. But the key is, did you actually learn from that mistake? And what are you going to do different next time? You have a goal on being better. You want to treat these root causes and not just the symptoms. Then make a goal and break it down. Simplify it. What can you do on this day, on that day, on this day, on that day? Who's involved? What does it look like to show that you've mastered or you've completed that step? That's literally how you can change your life. And you can, you know, I, I feel like everyone deserves love. And I, I feel like love is a huge part of, of being a human being, of living. But um, some of us will never, will never fully attain it. You know, one last thought, one last thought. You know, um, I use Apple products. I used to work for Apple for a year. Um, I love Apple. Great company. And whether it's an iPad or a MacBook uh, desktop or laptop or an iPhone or any of Apple's products, and those are pretty much their staples. If you just look in the settings... If you look in the installed apps that you cannot remove, or maybe you can remove them depending on the device and whatnot, but if you look at what comes with the hardware, the brain of the operation, the spirit of the body, so to speak, and I can compare this to how we live in life, I can compare this to relationships. We're not fully tapping in. There's so many things I can do on this computer. There's so many things I can do on this MacBook Pro. And there is, I guarantee, probably another mm, 45% reminding you, I used to work for this company. I used to legitimately help people with these products every single day for hours. There's at least another 55%, 60%, and maybe that's too high for me, but for most people, on this MacBook Pro that I do not use. On my iPhone, on my iPad, there's all different types of functions, especially for, um, for those who are, um, have some type of handicap, some type of disability that would be useful for everyone whether it's enlarging your font or using the, the magnifying glass thing or using um, voice dictation where you can actually, you can write an entire book by talking, using software built into the hardware of Apple products. You can write a whole book. You can talk it. You can talk out a whole book. You don't have a lot of sentence structure and grammar issues that someone will have to come and fix. But you could. It's possible. I don't use that feature. 
I use my fingers. I like to work. But I don't have that disability. But my, my point being, what about that relationship? What about the person? I just, some eureka light bulb moment. What about your hardware and software? Are you fully tapping into everything that God has created you to be? Are you tapping into everything that your parents and your family and your teachers and your pastors and friends of the family wanted you to become? Are you truly tapping in? Are you truly being at your best? Success is not just money. Success is not just career advancement, upward mobility, cars, clothes. It's not just that. It's more than that. So I'm asking you, have you fully tapped in? Are you fully using everything that God has gave you to be the best you can possibly be? And in that relationship, are you tapping into that other person? Are you tapping into that relationship? Are you being creative? Are you thinking outside of the box? Are you having purposeful, intentional conversations and dialogue with that person? Are you giving your all? And if you're not giving your all, why not? Oh, because I've been hurt in the past. Cool. I understand it. I respect it. It's a risk. It's just like investing in the stock market. It's just like putting your money in the bank account. Yeah, 100,000 is, um, what do they say, um, FDIC insured. Well, if you get more than that. And even if you got less than that, how long does it take for you to get your money? Or if you need it right now? What if you're about to be evicted and the entire economy crashes? Can you go to the bank? Can you get your money? So you can pay your mortgage or rent? Can you? So, thinking about yourself, the hardware and software of who you are, and knowing that who you are, good and bad, is engrafted in the person that you're intensely dating, and who, the person who they are is engrafted in you, why wouldn't you work on being your best? Why wouldn't you work on being 100% healed from all past trauma? Even if it seems totally irrelevant to a relationship, you can literally, it can be something from second or third grade. It could be a teacher that told you, you'll never figure this out. You, you, you'll never be good at math. You're cute though. You're, you're pretty. You're handsome. You'll marry well. You'll be okay. That one slight, that one small comment could have potentially planted a seed and changed your entire life and who you grew up to be. But if you don't take time to think, reflect, if you don't work on knowing who you are and developing spiritually and developing through therapy, and again, therapy is more than just talking with the therapist, but I do mean it in a very traditional, historical sense. If you're not working to be your very best self, this is going to hurt. You don't deserve love. And so me right now, I don't deserve to be loved by a woman. I don't deserve to be in a romantic 
relationship filled with love and care and trust and honesty and all the other small nuances that includes. I don't deserve it right now. Not until I have dealt with all the things of my past that need to be dealt with. And I'll know that I've dealt with all of those things when all those bad tendencies and behaviors and all that stuff is gone. All that pettiness I have built in. And I'm literally petty. I'm a petty person. It comes from somewhere. It could be my perspective. It might have a zodiac spiritual nature to it. But again, I, I focus on spirituality from a very traditional sense. As far as believing in God, I don't I don't get into the zodiacs. Respect for those that do, but that's not my that's not my lane. That's not my lane. Whew. This was tough. Moment of clarity. Oh. I hope, I pray that this helps someone. This was useful for me. And again, as a cre uh, creator, you know, everybody's content creators. As a creator, um, I'm always trying to solve an issue. I'm always trying to solve a problem. Most of the time, honestly, I'm speaking to a younger version of myself. I'm knowing myself. I'm getting to know myself. Because, man, I deserve it. I deserve it. And the woman that loves me, she deserves it. She deserves the best version of me possible ever. I can't sit around and be lackadaisical. I can't exhibit laissez-faire. I've got to be active in my own life. Internally, everything's got to be at, at its best, at its peak, in order for me, externally, to peak in this world. It's an ugly world out here, y'all. It's an ugly world. You have to create. You have to create your own happiness. You've got to create your own happy place, your own happy world, your own happy family, your own happy home. You have the power to create it. So the question is, will you do the work that you need to do to heal, to modify, understand, resolve the root of the problem and to stop simply treating the symptoms. You've got a headache. You take a Tylenol. You drink some water. Or you eat dark chocolate. You take a sip of a Coke. Cool. Headache's gone in 30 minutes. But what about the next day or the day after when you get another one? What's the root cause? Find out. I love y'all. I'm out. What can I say? Mamba out.
Thank you for listening to the Black Scholars Podcast. For more information, go to blackscholarspublishing.com. You just gotta. Go! You will never know what you could ever be. If you never try, you will never see. Stayed in Africa, we ain't never leave. So it was no slaves in our history. One no slave ships, one no misery. Call me crazy, or isn't he? See, I fell asleep, and I had a dream. It was hard.